0: I give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Glory oh. to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. You may be seated. We thank the possible opportunity to minister the word to you. We're going to get right into it. Uh, I'm going to ask you to open up, first of all, to Psalm 63. Psalm 63. And we'll look at verses 1 and 2. Psalm 63, verses 1 and 2. We at this in the uh, uh, King James Version. Uh, here it says O God, thou art my God early will I seek thee my soul thirsteth for thee my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land so he's talking about his hunger he's talking about the thirst and he says I'm in a dry and thirsty land where no water is and in verse 2 what is he hungry for? to see thy power and thy glory, hallelujah. So as I've seen thee in the sanctuary. So he desires only our personal life, but when we come together in the sanctuary to see his power and to see his glory. We've been talking about the, uh, this explosive things that God wanted to do, exploits and one of the things I wanna talk about is the power of love today. So I'm we'll gonna talk about the power of divine love and the Apostle talked about it up last week and it just blessed me so much. Go with me to 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 6. Sometimes we just need a refresher to get us back on track. Amen. Sure. <laughs> Hallelujah. He mentioned uh, last week that love is our, our secret weapon to miracles. That was a powerful statement. He also mentioned that to attack, Satan has to get us out of love. To attack, us, Satan has to get us out of love. So that's how powerful love is. So I'm going to talk about the power of divine love the power of divine love. So here in, in 2 Timothy 1 and verse 6, and uh, look at the Amplified, verses 6 and 7. He says, that is why, Paul is saying, that is why I remind you to stir up. Everybody say stir up. Stir up. Stir up, re- rekindle the embers of, the fan the flame of, and keep burning the gracious gift of God. The inner fire that is in you by means of laying on my hands with those uh, elders at your ordination. And then verse seven. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craving and cringing and fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power. I say power. Power. And of love. I say love. Love. And of a calm and well-balanced mind and discipline. (laughs) And self control. So we're gonna stir up the love, amen. amen. We're gonna awaken the love. We're gonna activate the love that's on the inside of us. Just like all these other gifts uh, have to be stirred up, I believe that the gift of love on the inside of us, at times we gotta stir it up. We gotta be kindle of the flame. We gotta fan the flame of the love of God that's on the inside of us, amen. Uh, he says, uh, uh, "Here we gotta fan the flame, fan, fan the gift." So. These gifts, including love, do not automatically remain strong. Right, right. They don't automatically remain strong. Amen. They must be stirred up. Why would he tell them to stir it up? Amen. Because it's something that has to be rekindled, it's something that has to be awakened. Amen. So love, along with all the other gifts that God has given us, is something that at times we got to awaken it. We got to stir it up. Amen. We got to activate it. We got to reactivate it. We got to energize it. So that it can do what it's supposed to do for us. Amen? Amen. So it's not going to always be automatic. We've got to intentionally stir up love. Amen. Hallelujah. We've got to intentionally stir up love. Yes, okay. Go with me now to Ephesians chapter 5. This passage that the apostle shares a lot from Ephesians chapter 5. and we verses 1 and 2. We've got to stir up love. Everybody say, i got to stir up my love. I have to stir up my love. The love of God on the inside of me. Now, here in Ephesians chapter 5, another point I want to say is that as God's children, we are called, or another way to say it is, it's our destiny to imitate our Heavenly Father. It's our destiny to imitate our Heavenly Father, to represent Him. And another way to say it is, it's it's a part of our DNA. Just like parents have their pass on their DNA to their children, our Heavenly Father passes on His DNA to us as His, as his children. Amen. And so notice here what it says in Ephesians 5 and 1 Amplified. Therefore be imitators. Everybody say imitators. imitators. Imitators of God. And this word imitator says copy him. Follow his example as well beloved children imitate their father. Hallelujah. Amen. And then verse 2. How we imitate and walk in love. Hallelujah. Asceiving and delighting in one another as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a slain offering and sacrifice to God for you, so that, it made, uh, so that it became a sweet fragrance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That love became a sweet fragrance. Hallelujah. So we're called to walk in love. Uh, we're called to imitate our Father and to live a lifestyle of love. We're talking about divine love. Uh, this Greek word for divine love, we're talking about the word Agape which is a, which is a, 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 a fellowship, it's, it's a love that we extend toward our fellow human beings. Uh, it's a moral love, it's a social love, uh, a, a social, morally upright kind of love that wishes goodwill. It's a goodwill for the welfare of human beings. So this is the love that we're called to walk in. There are other kinds of love. There's eros, and which is marital love, and there's phileo, which is brother love. But here we're talking about agape love, the God kind of love. And so he calls us, as his children, to walk in love, to live a lifestyle of love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, the Passion Bible talks about that uh, to continue to walk, surrender to this extravagant love of God. And so I thought about that, that this love of God is, is a generous love. It's, it's a lavish love. Yeah. It's a love that's open-handed. That's how God is. He's open-handed because he didn't give up his only son. It's a love that's unsparing. He didn't spare anything. He didn't spare any expense because he loved us so much. He didn't even hold back his only son. Let's think about that. His only begotten son. He could say, I can give you everything else, but I'm not going to give up my son. But he didn't give up anything. He didn't hold back anything. He loved us so extravagantly, so open-handed, so freely that he even gave his only son for us. So, that we can live in the love that He so graciously wants us to live in. Remember, I said we're destined, we have this DNA to walk in love, and it's because of what Jesus did. He was a transfer, the transfer of the love of God to the human spirit as we yield to the, the love of God and as we accept Jesus, His Son. Amen? Amen. Somebody say, Thank God for the love of God. Thank God, for the love of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me go to another point. If you go with me to Romans chapter 13, we're called to follow the Father's love. We're called to follow the Father's love principle in, in Romans 13 and verses 8, 8 through 10. We're called to yield to the law of love. Here it says, keep out of debt and owe no man anything except to what? Love. To love one another. For he who loves his neighbor who practices loving others, is a practice, has fulfilled the law to one's fellow man, meeting all its requirements. Verse nine. The commandments you shall not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you should not covet, which is have an evil, evil desire, and any other command commandment are summed up in a single command: you shall love your neighbor as you do yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then verse ten. Love does no wrong. Apostle taught this so powerfully. Love does no wrong to its neighbor. It never hurts anybody. Therefore, love meets all the requirements and is the fulfilling of the law. And so, again, we're called to, to yield to this law of love. We're called to, to observe and to be guided by this law of love, which works no ill, which, which meets all the requirements of the law, which hurts no one. And I had this question, I read this question. What will our life look like when we truly understand and completely obey this love law? Mm-hmm. Amen. Love works no harm to anybody. Imagine what will our life look like when we get to that point where we truly understand and we completely follow this love law. I believe that there's a revelation here in love that can transform us to a whole nother level, hallelujah. As we completely seek revelation, as we completely, as we continue to, to seek, to, to wholeheartedly obey the law of love, hallelujah. Look at love in Romans chapter five, and look at this, uh, look at this in the message Bible. Romans chapter five, verses three through five. And the point I wanna make here is that God's love is given to us as believers As a force Against adverse circumstances Hallelujah Hallelujah. His love is given to us as a believer As a force against Adverse circumstances Hallelujah Alright let's read here And uh, and, and before I read He's also talking about the character Of love He talks about when you go through these tough times It develops character Everything is not going to be a bed of roses But this love that he's given us is a force that can help us against adverse circumstances. Uh, This love, this love from the Holy Spirit has an, an expectancy attached to it. Hallelujah. This love has an expectancy. We're going to see this here. It has an expectancy that's attached to it, that's attached to our spiritual character. So God's love from the Holy Spirit has an expectancy. Attached to our spiritual character. We talk about expecting great things. We can expect God's love to show up and show out as we yield to His love. Amen. So notice here in Romans 5 and 3, the message Bible says, There's more to come. Hallelujah. We continue to shout our praise, even when we're hemmed in with troubles. Why? Because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us. Verse 4 and how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. So that's love expectancy. What's God going to do next? Yeah, I'm in adverse circumstances. But what's on the other side of it? Yes, yes we're in a pandemic. Well, what is God going to do next? Yeah, yeah. Yes, there may be some troubles on my job. But what's God going to do next? Oh, yeah. Yes, there may be troubles in all these different situations. But what is God, what is God going to do next? Because his love is working on the inside of us. So look at, look at verse 5. Hallelujah. In alert expectancy, such as this, the expectancy is what will God do next? In this alert expectancy, such as this, we are never left feeling short Hallelujah. Quite the contrary. We can't round up enough containers to hold everything. God generously pours out into our lives through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has been shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. It says in the King James, we don't have enough containers to hold what God is is doing in our lives through the Holy Spirit. That's what love is doing. He's continued to pour into us, He's continued to shape us, He's he's continued to, to, to mold us to steal our character, to make virtue into our character so that no matter what comes against us, we have the force of love that we can apply against every evil and wicked circumstance that comes against us. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit continues to flood our heart with love. That's what the the Greek is talking about. It's an ongoing work. God continues to pour. That's why it says there's not enough container. He's not going to run out of love. Hallelujah. However much love you need, he can fill your cup. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, I have this talk, the Holy Spirit is our divine love helper. Hallelujah. He is our divine love booster. They've been talking about these books as The Holy Spirit is our booster. Hallelujah. He'll help us time and time again. Whenever we need love, He will do it not just in just enough fashion, but in more than enough fashion. Hallelujah. He'll give us more than enough love. Hallelujah. Somebody say thank God for His love the power of the Holy Spirit. So no, no matter what challenge you come against, the power of the Holy Spirit can help us to, to fight the love fight. Hallelujah. And help us to walk out the love walk for the glory of God. Glory to God. Go with me now to John chapter 13. Hallelujah. John chapter 13 and verse 34 in the Amplified Bible. This is Jesus teaching. And he brought forth this new revelation about agape love, the God kind of love. And uh, here John, the Apostle John, in the Gospel of John, in 1 John, had just a great revelation uh, about love, about agape love. And I encourage you, if you're challenged with love, to read the revelation that God gave the Apostle John in the Book of John and 1 John. But here in, in John 13 and verse 34, I want to bring out this point that God's love is our trademark. Hallelujah. It's our trademark. It's a trademark of the Christian. Hallelujah. Jesus' followers have a spiritual pattern yeah. in this world. A, a patent is an exclusive right. Hallelujah. So Jesus, when we were born again, stamped us with Agape love. Wow. He put his love on in our spirit, man. And so when people look at us, we ought to carry out his trademark and they ought to see that's a, that's a Jesus follower. Hallelujah. Amen. We've been patented with the love of God. So notice what Jesus says here in, in John 13 and 34. I give you a new commandment that you should love one another just as I have loved you. So you too should love one another. So this is the power that we have. We have the power of divine love. And then verse thirty five, notice this. By this shall all men know yes. that you are my disciples. So it's, it's, it's the trademark. trademark yes, sir. It's the patent that he put on us. Yes, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. How? If you what, love one another. Yes, and amplifies, if you keep on showing love among yourselves. Hallelujah. So he's, he's put his love stamp on the, on the inside of us. And so we're called to demonstrate that love. We're called to do what I call love demonstrations. We're called to do love exports. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples. Hallelujah. And I was reminded as I was reading that just like in the natural, uh, you don't get to pick and choose who's in your family. (laughs) We got all kinds of people in our family. We don't get to pick who's in our family. Likewise, in God's family. We must love and accept No matter who they are <laughs> No matter who they are We must love and accept them Amen. I thought about Jesus' genealogy When you look over there in, in, in Matthew and Luke He had a prostitute in his genealogy mm-hmm. That was in his family Amen. Rahab was in his, in his, in his lineage okay. He had a murderer In his family line yeah. But they were all accepted right. Hallelujah By this will all men know that you're my disciple, that you love one another. Doesn't matter who they are. Doesn't matter the color of their skin. We don't pick who's in God's family. Our job is to love. He said love. He didn't say pick. He said love. He didn't say choose. He said love. And so this love is not exclusive. This love is generous as God is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now go with me to 1 John chapter 3. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's stretching us. He's expanding us in our love and in our, in our mindset. Yeah. Hallelujah. In 1 John chapter 3, and amplified in verse 1, here's another point. And it's out of this first word, see. We need to continue to focus on what love is doing. We need to continue to observe what love is doing, what God's love is doing. We need to study love. We need to pay attention to what love is doing on the inside of us. Uh, I, I thought about where you, you know how you, when you're driving and you, you see something you kind of rubberneck. <laughs> yeah. neck. We need to rubberneck neck and see what God is doing on the inside of us. The love that he's stirring up in us, the, the love work that he's working on the inside of us. That he's, that he's shaping in us and, and molding in us. So notice here in 1 John 3, and verses 1 and 2, it says, "See." See, we're called to see, look at what he's doing. See what an incredible quality of love. So we're looking for, we're looking for the love work that he's doing. See what an incredible quality of love the Father has shown, bestowed on us, that we should be permitted to be named and called and counted the children of God. And so we are. The reason that the world does not know, recognize, acknowledge us, it does not know, recognize, and not, and acknowledge him. And then verse 2. I'll read it here. My double here. It says, beloved, in verse 2, beloved, we are even here and now God's children, and it is not yet disclosed, made clear, what we shall be hereafter. But we know that when he comes and is manifested, we shall, as God's children, resemble and be like him. For we shall see him as he really is. Hallelujah. So this is what love is doing on the inside of us. It's transforming us to look like Jesus and more and more to act like Jesus like he did when he walked the earth. So we can praise God and thank God for his amazing love that he has toward us. Uh, The Passion Bible says, look with wonder at the depth of God, of the Father's marvelous love that He lavished on us—it's a generous kind of love that God has given to us. Hallelujah! And this is a love that we must surrender to. Hallelujah! It's a love we must surrender to. Uh, go with me to uh, uh, First John. And First John. Let's go to First John chapter four and verse uh, seven. And again, the Apostle John had this revelation of love and. And here we can see that, that the father is love. We gotta understand that the father is love. So as a child of God, that makes us what I call love junior. Hallelujah. <laughs> We're love junior. We're the operating in love. He is love. Hallelujah. And we will have love tests. Let's look here in 1 John 4 and verse 7. And here in the Amplified, we'll go down a few verses. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is, springs from God, and he who loves his fellow man is begotten born of God, and is coming progressively to know and understand God, to perceive and recognize, and get a clearer knowledge of him. Thank God for his love. He who who does not love, has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know him. Why? For God is love. Hallelujah. And this is the love of God that was made manifest this play where we are concerned. And that he sent his son, the only God and our unique son into the world, that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, the atoning sacrifices for our sins. We'll do verse 11 and 12. Beloved, if we love, if, if God loved us so very much, how I many things that He loved us so very much, we ought also ought to love one another. And in verse twenty, at uh, verse twelve, no man has at any time yet seen God. But if we love one another, God abides, lives, and remains in us, and His love, that that love which He, which is essentially His, is brought to completion to his full maturity runs its full course and is perfected in us. Hallelujah. And so, this love is a decision. Uh, It's not a feeling. Uh, This love is a a commitment. Uh You may not feel like extending love to someone, extending kindness to someone, but this love is a determination, it's it's a resolution, and it's an attitude to help people, no matter who they are, and no matter how you feel. Hallelujah. It's not an emotional state. This love that we're talking about, there's no word about feeling in this. And we're going to go to 1 Corinthians 13 in just a moment. There's nothing about feeling in this. It's a determination. These are choices that we must make on a continuous basis. But we have the power of the Holy Spirit to live out the power of love. Let's go now to 1 John chapter 13. This is a definitely familiar passage of scripture. 1 Corinthians 13 called the love chapter, look at this in Amplified, verse 4. Uh, I like to call this like a love checklist to evaluate, to gauge myself, to see how I'm doing as the father, as children, the father of love. Let this love guide my habits. Because again, this love is a behavior, it's not a feeling. So here it says, love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious or boils over with jealousy. This is the checklist. So just like I dress in my outer man, I'm going to dress in my inward man. I'm not boastful. Put your, put your name in there and Not vainglorious. Love does not display itself heartily. We'll keep going all the way down to verse 7. It is not conceited or arrogant or inflated with pride. It is not rude or mannerly. It does not act uncommonly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or or resentful. It takes no account of an evil done to it, so it doesn't keep a record. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It brushes it aside. It's not offended. Here in verse 6, it does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes and is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are famous under all circumstances and it endures everything without weakening. This is the power of love. And then verse 8, that's the first part of that. It says love never what? Love never fails. It never fades out. It never becomes obsolete or comes to an end. So this is the love of God. That we have on the inside of us and notice here that uh that the gifts of the spirit operate by divine love the whole context we talking about prophecy and, and all the gifts so they operate by divine love so love is the motivation for the power of gifts love is the motivation for the manifestations of the presence of god so we're talking about the power of divine love as we walk in love it positions us to receive the revelations and the impartations and release the powers of God so that we can manifest his spirit. So that when we hold back the love of God, we're holding back on what God wants to do in the lives of people on a supernatural level. And so when we when we have uh, this divine love working strong in us, it helps to manifest the manifestations of God. It helps us operate in the, in the power of God's presence and release that power. Uh, to the lives of people. And notice here as we look at all these different qualities of love, and and as I thought about it, uh, I thought about how how love uh, endures a lot of hits and a lot of punches. But in the end, love is still standing strong. It may get hit over and over and over again. It may get rejected, but love still stands. Love wins, here it says love never fails. And I thought about Jesus. He endured a lot of ridicule. He endured misunderstanding. He endured physical and psychological abuse. But in the end, love triumphed. And so I say to us, as we stay in love, and as we remain in love, we'll win the war. Yes, uh, sometimes uh, love will cost us. Sometimes love is a sacrifice. But in the end, love will triumph. Hallelujah. We can't lose with the love of God. Glory to God. Let's thank God one more time for his love as we wrap up. Hallelujah. Let's praise him for his love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we just take this moment as a thank you for your love. We just close out this time and we just ask You, Holy Spirit continue to minister to us about our love walk and the power of divine love that you have for us as your partners, as, as your divine agents. We yield to your love. We surrender to your love. Continue to transform our thinking to operate in your love. And Holy Spirit, continue to to remind us, to to inject us more and more with your love. And empower us to live the love life, divine love that the Father has called us to live. We thank you that you put your your, your DNA of love on the inside of us. And help us to remove every blockage. Help us to dress ourselves in a love walk. And the love qualities that we see here in your word. And let us live out your love and make a mark on this world that they'll know that we've been trademarked by Jesus because we show the world that we're your disciples because we love one another. Holy Spirit, just right now, we just take a moment just to refresh ourselves, we commit ourselves, we dedicate ourselves to love. Doesn't matter what that ethnicity is. You love everybody, hallelujah. Love is a choice. We don't pick who's in our family, hallelujah. You love the world. And so like you, our Heavenly Father, we love the world, we love everybody. We bless you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Just take another moment, Holy Spirit, resurrect that love, awaken that love, we stir up the love of God on the inside of us. Thank you, thank you, Father, thank you, Father. Help us to forgive that person that we need to forgive, that person that we need to release. And love them like you love. Hallelujah. Really Jesus said, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. He stayed in love. So he help us, Holy Spirit. Empower us to walk in your love. Hallelujah. And be a blessing to this world. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God.